Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Since this is my last podcast before the 2016 presidential election on November the 8th, uh, I imagine many of you think that I would comment on that, that I would make predictions, that I would talk about what's coming in the next months. But you know what? I have talked about this so much. I have talked about the themes. I have talked about my predictions. I have talked about the faith themes in particular so much that on this, the last podcast before this election, I'm not going to talk about it at all. Instead, I want to talk about a movie that is coming out tomorrow that I think might just help our country recover from what this election has meant to us. This election has been a bit of a mud bath for all of us, and I think that many of us are hoping that we can revel in something more noble, that we can remember uh, greater times, that we can certainly drink in uh, nobler themes, and that's what this movie is going to allow us to do. The movie that I'm talking about is called Hacksaw Ridge. It will release November 4, which is tomorrow as this podcast is coming out, and it is uh, a pretty phenomenal movie. It's produced uh, by Mel Gibson, directed also by Mel Gibson. Uh, It is distributed in the U.S. by Lionsgate. It's based on uh, a documentary that was was called The Conscientious Objector, uh, which was written and produced by a friend of mine named Terry Benedict. Now, I've only recently gotten to know Terry, but I'm very impressed with him and his work. But this movie that's based on the the doc Conscientious Objector uh, uh, on the life of Desmond Doss, Uh, is going to remind Americans of who they are. It's going to remind us of some of the great faith themes. It's going to remind us of the nobler side of American history, something we desperately need after this horribly tumultuous presidential election. So let me tell you a little bit about this film, uh, a little bit how it impressed me, uh, a little bit about what I think it can mean to all of us. Uh, The film, again, is Hacksaw Ridge, and it describes, it depicts uh, the life of a man named Desmond Doss, who was a Seventh-day Adventist Christian at the time of World War II. He wanted to serve in the military, even though he was a conscientious objector, which means that he didn't want to carry a gun, didn't want to touch a gun, didn't want to kill anyone, uh, but he did want to serve. Uh, Unlike the British during World War II, the United States did not really have a track for conscientious objectors. They normally just kept them out of the military. But Mr. Doss wanted to serve in the military. He just wanted to serve in some non-combatant capacity. There were hearings about this. He was threatened with court-martial. You'll see all of this in the film. But eventually, he becomes a medic, and he finds himself with his unit uh, at the Battle of Hacksaw Ridge, which is part of the larger battle for Okinawa. It's bloody, it's vicious, it's uh, violent. And as many of you may know, because perhaps you've read the story of Desmond Doss, uh, Desmond Doss ends up saving so many men in this battle, uh, again, as a medic, as a conscientious objector, that he is the only conscientious objector in American history who wins, who is awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. You actually see that happening at the end of the film, and I'm giving nothing away, um, because of course we have uh, these, this film, these uh, these recordings of these events, they're fairly recent in our history. Uh, Desmond Doss would save 75 men. Again, I'm giving nothing away about the film. Uh, this is all known before you even get there. The power of the film is the way it tells the story. Uh, I am excited about this film because it treats 
a faith story, and it's a faith not that's not exactly mine. I'm a Christian, but I'm not a Seventh-day Adventist. Um, I do consider Seventh-day Adventist Christians. That's been, uh, of course, controversial in our history. You may know that. They uh, tend to observe the Sabbath on Saturday and uh, tend most of them to be pacifists and uh, have some different views about the end times. Um, but on the core issues of the Christian gospel, they are uh, without question Christians. What's important about uh, this film uh, is the way that the pacifism that is a trend as a theme in Seventh-day Adventism um, is depicted in this movie. Uh, Desmond Doss does not want to fight. He does want to serve. Uh, He's mistreated badly by his own unit. And uh, then, of course, he's eventually, after a threatened court-martial, made part of the unit that goes to war in Japan. Um, It is powerfully, powerfully depicted, very, very well acted. Um, Andrew Garfield, whom you may know from other movies, you can look him up. Andrew Garfield plays Desmond Doss and does so beautifully. Very good acting. Very powerful. Uh, The sergeant of this unit is Vince Vaughn. Many of you will know him more from comedies, and he's funny in this movie, but uh, he also plays a very serious role. And I think you'll be very impressed with the acting of Teresa Palmer, uh, who plays uh, Desmond Doss's love interest. She does a very, very good job. Very powerful. Uh, I love the faith theme in this movie, and I love it because uh, it is depicted in a, in a, in a I want to say, a manly way, a powerful way, a strong way. Um, most films that treat faith are, or that treat it seriously, or maybe where that's the main point is to treat faith, um, are a little bit, and some of you Christians will understand what I'm talking about, a little bit Fellowship Hall movies. They're usually low quality. Um, they don't have anything else in it that's strong because it's got to be shown on a Sunday morning in Sunday school. You know, that's sort of the standard. Um, there are certainly films that treat faith that do better than that. Um, of course, the lap, uh, the, the, uh, Film that by, uh, that Mel Gibson uh, did about the crucifixion crucifixion of Jesus uh, is is very very powerful, um, and there are other films like that that have been depicted that uh, in, in major Hollywood films that have to do with faith. But this, in my view, just as a depiction of faith in a real world way, is perhaps the best. Um, the reason is that it does not. The theme of faith does not require Mel Gibson and the other uh, writers and directors does not require that the film be sanitized. Uh, I don't need for any of this to happen, but you do have cussing. Uh, You do have a little bit of humorous military style uh, nudity. nudity, One soldier's backside is shown. Um, And I need to warn you, please hear me. Uh, this film is very gory. It's not just that Mel Gibson is taking off. Uh, it is that this battle, uh, as, as almost all battles are, uh, is very, very bloody. And Mel Gibson determined to tell this battle honestly, uh, to describe it, to depict it honestly. Uh, and the reason is, of course, that you need to be able to feel some of the horror, not only so we relate to the men who went through it, but so that we understand the heroism of Desmond Doss, which is really the, the central theme in the film. So be prepared uh, if, if the uh, first 20 minutes of the search for Private Ryan was gory in your mind, and it was in all of our minds, uh, this is as bad, if not worse, uh, largely because it's longer um, and it's probably a little bit gorier. Uh, the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan was stunning, shocking, intended to be, you know, a man's face is blown off in front of you. People are shot in front of you. Uh, you know, there are body parts laying on the beach at Normandy. But this goes on a long 
time. And so you need to be prepared for that. Obviously, I'd like to see as many of our young people go to this film as possible. Parents, you'll have to make that decision. But you will see bodies open. You will see guts spilled out. You will see legs missing, etc. Uh, so be prepared. But I, while I don't need to see crassness, nudity, hair cussing in a movie to be moved by its faith theme, uh, I do uh, delight in the fact that the film embeds faith in the otherwise uh, crusty world of war. And that's, that's very front and center, very powerful. You simply could not have had uh, a, a, a medic during World War II in the middle of a horribly uh, bloody battle tending bodies without somehow showing the kind of bodies he was tending. I mean, this man was, you know, uh, tourniqueting off legs that were missing from the tourniquet down. Uh, he was packing uh, open belly wounds. He was, he was you know, doing things that are just uh, almost gross to describe. But that's the reason he's a hero. And the fact that he saved 75 men in the process and in a way that you're not going to be, you're not going to be, it'll be hard for you to even to believe um, is what makes this so moving. So it's inspiring as an act of heroism, the story. It is inspiring as a courageous stand of faith. And there are also some other themes in this one of the one of the storylines i like very much um, is when desmond doss's father uh, who is portrayed by a man you will recognize from the matrix um just steps up to defend his son again i'm giving nothing major away about the film uh, he's a world war one soldier who has been traumatized by that experience and he speaks in behalf of his son and does so almost as though he's the voice of the departed from world war one I. I think it's extremely powerful um Themes are dealt with. Love interest is, is handled beautifully um, and camaraderie comes together. And at the end of the film, uh, you see a few uh, scenes from the documentary that my friend Terry Benedict made. Uh, I think that every American should see this film. Uh, I think you should take everybody uh, in your family who whom you believe can see it without being traumatized by the gore. Um, I think it's going to remind us Americans of the best of us. Uh, it's beyond just the John Wayne film. It's beyond an old World War II film. It's, it's beyond uh, most of what you've seen before. Uh, it's sweet. It's tender. Uh, but it's also just uh, horrific in many ways. And you are moved by the heroism of this young man. Um, he is buried, by the way. He's passed away now, as you'll learn at the end of the film. Uh, and he is buried in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is about two hours from where I'm sitting right now in my office in Nashville. And uh, many of you who live in this area will want to probably make pilgrimage down there and visit the grave of Desmond Doss. In fact, that would be a great uh, trip for some school classes and so on. Uh, I don't think that the very young can see this film, I'm sorry to say. Apparently, there are some comic books and some uh, novels and some uh, biographies that have been written upon which some of this research is based, maybe you need to go in that direction. But for adults, certainly, and for you know older teenagers, and that's a judgment call by parents, uh, I highly recommend this film. Uh, when it was shown at the Venice Film Festival, that's a fairly cynical crowd of experienced moviegoers, it received a 10-minute standing ovation. When I went to a premiere here not long ago, it also received an ovation. Um, uh, my daughter is about to go to the film to see the film uh, in New York. I fully expect that it will uh, receive a standing ovation as it did as it did at the DC premiere. I was not there, but I heard later it too received a standing ovation. So uh, this is a film that is moving people. It's inspiring people. It's a true film. 
I would see the movie first, and then I would definitely see the documentary produced, written by my friend Terry Benedict, called The Conscientious Objector. This is a very, very important movie. Uh, It's uh, received a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Some of you who don't know Rotten Tomatoes and what that is will wonder why I'm mentioning Rotten Tomatoes, but that's a movie review site that tends to be uh, fairly hard on movies. And to receive a 93% is like receiving an A++. It's almost like receiving an Oscar uh, for the film. Pretty pretty stunning. Um, I think you will find that this reminds us who we are, who we are as Americans, inspires us about faith, uh, cleans us up maybe just a little bit from the mud wrestling that we've all been exposed to in this recent election, and perhaps sets us on a path uh, to restore some of the greatness of America before it's too late. Go see Hacksaw Ridge. Be sure and uh, write about it. Do social media about it. If you're using Twitter, uh, you want to use hashtag Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, If you'll go on the Hacksaw Ridge website, which is easy to find, you'll find there's also a site for resources. Uh, All of this is extremely important. This is going to be an important movie for us. Uh, There's already, of course, uh, Oscar buzz, as there always is. And I want to say as a final thought, that while I certainly understand that Mel Gibson has misbehaved the way he behaved when he was drunk and was arrested for, uh, you know, r- driving erratically and what have you is just atrocious. Um, I've read Esther House's uh, ebook about Mel Gibson and, and was grieved to see how Mel behaved in so many circumstances. But I, I believe he is uh, being restored. I believe Hollywood is welcoming him again. Uh, he has apologized for many of these things. Uh, Mel Gibson is never going to be uh, smooth and completely socially acceptable. But I am delighted to see this gifted filmmaker uh, not only making films like this, uh, but also uh, being welcomed back, as he should be. And uh, we don't know yet what the other films are that are out there, but I'm hoping that a Best, best Director uh, Oscar uh, is his in the future. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and The Miracle of the Kurds. His new book is Ask the Question, Why We Must Demand Religious Clarity from Our Presidential Candidates, available on Amazon. Learn more about Stephen at stephenmansfield.tv. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is directed by Isaac Darnold, who also wrote, produced, and performed the podcast theme song. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.